Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Brent Cosy, and you're listening to the Christ Cast 2020. There ain't no practice runs in life. That is right. This is not a test. It's the real thing. That's our buddy, Mr. Cosby. Oh, I miss Mr. Cosby. Uh, the, I the, miss him. The chaplains in the military have a great history, and he is actually a very well-known chaplain in the He's Army. He's a great man. Great guy. Uh, during the war, there was probably one, one big battle in Desert Storm, and Mr. Cosby happened to be right in the middle of it. He's so. a great man. He taught me how to flip someone. So. <laughs> he would know because he's a wrestler guy. Yeah. You ever like fighting wrestling guys when he's I was He's still coaching school. wrestling even though he yep. does not teach at our school yeah. anymore. He, he qualified for the Olympics as a wrestler. I don't know if you knew that. I did not, not know that. Yeah. Pretty cool. Hey, my name is Jason Dias alongside... Kiki Culpepper. Two generations with... One mission. To recruit an army of digital disciples for the... Glory of God. And I am racking up the points on the Yay. Chick-fil-A app. And I've got a free sandwich and a free eight count nugget or the grilled kind if you're healthy. Yeah, if you just save up, yeah. if you just co- and spend your money I, enough. So I want to apologize for saying that once I got a thousand points, I would win a chicken nugget. I've already got two free meals and I haven't even earned a lot of points yet. So uh, It's pretty, it it's is pretty, pretty fair. Cool, yes. um, quick show note, we will be off next week because, because of the Comal County Fair. That's right. The it's one time a year I get to use that big word, our convivial oh. annual event, uh, the Comal County Fair. Uh, I've never been never been what? So, nope I've never been uh, but hey we're talking about the song of Solomon right Some after book. Psalms yes uh, this is the end of our wisdom literature uh, last week I couldn't think of it and the nice thing about the show is Kiki can tell when I can't think of what I'm trying to say, and so she bailed me out by saying the fulfillment period, and that's exactly what this is. It's this point where the Jews are finally doing what they were supposed Meant to be to doing. Do. Yes, uh, and of course, after a week, we're going to come back, and the prophet Isaiah is going to go, and they're going to blow it again, Yay. and they do. But right now, we're in the Song of Solomon. Some Bibles have it, Song of Songs. The Bible on this show is my Zondervan study Bible, and it has it as song of songs and where are we we're still in the reign of king solomon that places us somewhere between the 40 years that he spent uh, in jerusalem as a king between 971 and 931 years before the birth of christ and most bible scholars agree it's in the early part of his reign because of the way he waxes poetic waxes. about his love um, in the song of songs and so who wrote it look although there's debates who wrote the book and who didn't uh, the the book is about a lot of Solomon's private life, so most agree Solomon yeah. wrote the book. It's like there's just a lot of evidence yeah. backing it, it, it up. Again, the use of some really weird words that you don't see other places in the Bible. Some people think maybe he just paid someone to write this song for him. He could uh, just been like talking yeah, and people hey, were writing write it this down. down. Um, but the big idea today is, although there is an entire generation between us, uh, I'm Generation X, your Generation Z, the entire millennial generation is between us, we do have some things in common. Yeah. We were both born in Texas. Yeah. We were both graduated from high school. We were 17, because I was 17 when I, when I graduated, and our parents are still married. Yes. Mr. Causey. That's a good thing. Yes, it is. Mr. Causey, 35 years. He and his wife have been married. I love both of them. My, it's like I have Miss Causey as a that's teacher right. now. Still your teacher. For English. I've been. So nice. See, my parents have been married for 50 years. Y'all are 25 years. I'm, I can't, people can't see me pointing at your dad, but your yeah, mom my and dad dad's here. So. Been married for a long time. And the the big point of the Song of Solomon 
is that when you are surrounded as Israel was and is by mortal enemies, you figure out right away the best way to order your society. And to guess like what? set it up for yeah. the best way. And guess what? A man and a woman, they, they fall in love, create some tax deductions, and the generations just keep rolling. It's actually a pretty great way to order society, and I think we've kind of gotten away from that yeah. in our country, unfortunately. So we're going to talk about that, and we'll do it all right after this. That his love can't reach There's no place where we can't find peace There's no end to amazing grace This is Allison Carl and you're listening to the Christcast Take me with your arms spread wide we're back from the break. <laughs> he was telling me something that's why. <laughs> Off air, yes, that's right. Hey, from Solomon 2.2, like a lily among the thorns is my darling among the young women. I think that's why they think maybe he was young when he wrote this. Maybe. And of course... He was falling head over heels yes, for anyone and so at the he's, time. He's saying that he's found this person and, and, and she is so special. She is like a lily among the thorns. God actually wants us to find people... Like that. Like that, and attractive and things like that. And, of course, in 2-3, um, now the, it's in the woman's voice. Like an apple among the trees of the forest is my beloved young, among the young men. The <laughs> main idea of that is God wants us to find love, but it takes time and patience. And, patience. and it'll make for a long and happy, happy lifetime with a loved one that you find. And it's a great metaphor. If you're in the forest and you've got all the trees, you're looking for that one apple, apple tree, and it may not be easy to find, but God wants us to find love, but he doesn't want us to rush it, and he doesn't want us to be impatient about it, and uh, the other great, one of my favorite verses from the book is, catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. Now, this whole thing is a metaphor, obviously, but foxes actually could wreak damage on vineyards in those days, and they were not good, and what he's saying here is that in every relationship, there are obstacles. There are distractions. Um, yeah. You know, I've been married for 23 years, but before I got married, my wife and I broke up several times. Before uh. we, did y'all ever break up? No. So your dad's such a nice guy. <laughs> my mom's just like, I don't like him right now. That's, that's all mom says. So your mom kept all the foxes away. I get that. That makes perfect sense. Uh, in every relationship, there are dangers and distractions. In really every relationship, even our friendly relationships that we have yeah. with people. I mean, you're surrounded by young people all day. I'm sure you see that dynamic play itself out. No, it's like I do that myself. Like, I'm honestly, some days I'm like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to be here. Please don't contact me at all. <laughs> the uh, big idea, and like I said, after after that verse, it gets into some rather um, descriptive language. I know we have some homeschoolers that listen to the show. Uh, this is not a, a book that you want to read by yourself if you're, say, in elementary school or maybe even middle school. Yeah. Um, it has some pretty intense PG-13 imagery. Yes, as you as you read through it. But hey, someone with a passionate dude. Uh, the big idea, though, is that marriage does matter. It matters. God knows that one man and one woman are the foundation to like. His everything. kingdom and going forward with the earth and everything. We don't know. We don't have to accept any other options. We don't. 
good and bad, man and wife is the way to continue the world that we live in now. But I did see a thing online where there is a self-marrying thing. Like, you don't get married to anyone. You get married to yourself. I saw that online. I was like, that's a bit too far. It's like I've said, you and I are under no obligation to say, okay, we believe in all these different types of marriage that have popped up out there. I'm filling out college applications with my son, and the list of things that you can be now. Um, are, your, are you live with your mom and dad? Are you live with a same-sex couple? Do you have like a cis couple, a trans couple? I'm thinking it used to be so simple. It was some people had parents that were married, and some people had parents that maybe had gotten divorced or remarried. Yeah. And I think that was one of the things we shouldn't have messed around with. I think the definition of marriage is what it has always been. And like I said, you and I are under no obligation to say that the, the marriage that is not between a man and a woman is the same as the one that God designed. It's just if you love somebody, you should, like, spend the rest of your life with yeah. them. And God wants that for us. God wants you to find that person. Now, you're a bit young. Don't be thinking I'm about it. I'm not stressing about it. I know that. <laughs> you get plenty I of time. But um, it, is, it is something that I've been amazed at watching how this, this definition of the foundation of our society has changed. And as I always point out to people, you know, it worked. Israel is still there. Their, their society, they were empirical thinkers. They figured out right away what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat, how to conduct yourself, how to treat one another. And this was a big part of it. Find somebody, fall in love, start a family, yeah. have a dog, yes. get dogs your dad are, new shoes, dogs are and just live your life. <laughs> a dog is a requirement. What I, will, what I do want the young people to know that listen is that um, it, you're not a bigot. If you believe in marriage is between one man and one woman, you're actually being very godly because that's exactly how he designed it. Because God doesn't want you to be like, oh, I'm just going to wander off, be by myself, everything, nothing really matters. Or to accept all the definitions of marriage. Um, It's actually pretty simple. um, God wants us to be with somebody we love. Because as I've heard it said many times, your spouse is your gift from God, which is a which is a pretty good way to wrap it up. Yeah. My name is Jason Dice alongside Kiki Culpepper. You've been listening to the Christcast 2020 and to God be the glory. Nicholas looking to pass the ball. He's going to go over the right-hand side, roll back to the left. He's going to roll to the right-hand side, looking to pass the ball. He's going to throw deep in the end zone. The ball is going to be caught by Bruce Rudd in the end zone. And it is a touchdown. touchdown. We can't tell if it was a touchdown or not. They're signaling touchdown. It is a touchdown, folks. It it is a touchdown. Oh, my goodness. No time left on the clock. I think that's the game. Oh, okay. 7.59 left to go in this game, folks. 1.59 seconds left to go in this game. I thought it was 7.59 to reset itself. But the Wildcats did get that touchdown. That's the game. That's the game. Well, that is the game. The clock reset itself. The Wildcats have won the game here tonight. 75 75 to 69.